the system took over and we are all victims of the systems. We are human, we are one. What we need to do, I understand we are one. Be different together. The world is becoming too complicated for democracy to work. Dictatorship does not work either. We need a new system. We need chapters of creative society in every country. Creative society has to take all the millions of people and organize them. Hello, I'm pleased to introduce a guest of the Creative Society project, Dr. Ichak Calderon Adizis. Dr. Adizis is one of the unsurpassed business consultants of the world. He is the founder and CEO of the Adizis Institute, which is among the world's top 10 consulting companies. Adizis Institute specializes in change management and has branches in the USA and in 14 other countries. Over the past 35 years, Dr. Adizis has been a business consultant to several hundred leading companies and has served as a policy advisor to heads of governments such as Israel, Sweden, Greece, Brazil, Ghana, Iceland, Mexico, Macedonia, and others. Dr. Adizis has written 26 books translated into 40 languages, has 21 honorary doctorates and two honorary citizenships for the contributions to the country. Recipient of the Lifetime Achievement Award by the International Academy of Management. Dr. Adizis, welcome. Thank you very much um, for inviting me. I'm very flattered. May I understand that what you would like me to talk about is how I see the future and what this creative society of the future should look like so that we really live in peace and in happiness. Is that what you're talking about? What is the future should be? What kind of a society we want to have in the future? Is that what you would like me to talk about? Yeah, actually, um, yes, we are talking about creative society. And for us, there is already the concept of the format of the creative society. There we have, as Alexei mentioned, these eight foundations of the creative society, those pillars on which we can build the creative society. And the first and the most important condition is the unity of all people. As a creative society can be built only by peaceful means, by unity and integration of people and shifting our values from consumer format of the society there we put money above human life towards the society there we put life of a human above money and we transform all the spheres of life as according to this value. Mm -hmm. Here is what I understand. The purpose of creative society is to create a society where artificial boundaries the limitations of hatred by religion, by nationality, by race, by sex are removed. And to put human life as a main goal rather than money. Now the question is how? How do we get there? And that's what you would like me to talk about. Am I right? Guys. This has been a goal for hundreds of thousands of years. 
that people want to live in peace and they want to be happy. You know, this is... Uh, who is going to say I disagree? We should not be in peace and we should not... We should hate each other. Nobody does that. I think the problem is not what and why. The problem is being how. And the road to hell is paved with good intentions. So we want to be sure that the how does not destroy the what and why. You know, look, even communism wanted people to be happy. And they created the gulags. You know, so the how can destroy the what and the, the what we want to do. So we have to focus on the how. And the how is not working. So let me try to give some of my insights. How can we create a creative society where the boundaries of hatred are removed and we finally live in an age of Aquarius and we are all happy and sunshine, you know, you have seen the play here. Sunshine, finally we'll be all together and happy. let me tell you my insights from working in 52 countries and worked all over the world okay look the first step to be able to live at peace is to recognize that being different is acceptable. You don't have to be like me. We have to accept diversity, accept differences rather than reject differences. All trouble starts when we do not accept somebody being different. We want them to be like me. That's what nationalism is. That's what racism is. That's what machoism is when they don't accept the woman. Look at my hand. This is a symbol of the Adizes philosophy, methodology. Look at my hand. And if you go to any church, any house of prayer, and I just got a, one of them picture from India, from China, sorry. Same thing with a, any religion. The saints stand like this. Go to church and look at it. The saints stand like this. What, what is this? Just look at my hand. In the Middle East, it's called a hamsa. Women carry it as a jewelry on their chest or they put it at the entrance to a house. What is this? It's a blessing. And what does it say? Be different together. Every finger is different. Be different together. The problem is 
that some religions, political ideologies, believe that the only way to be together is if we are the same. They are not for this, they are for this. The only way we can be together is if we are the same. One way of thinking, one ideology, one philosophy, one religion. And that is what the problem is. Not accepting differences. There can be no peace in a family, in a marriage, if we don't accept our differences. There can be no peace in a country unless we accept differences. The strength of the American success, that's why so many people want to go to America. America, it's a vision. It's because in America, there was, we are losing it now, America is losing it. There was acceptance of difference. It was a country of immigrants. Everybody was legitimate. Sky is the limit. And why do we accept differences? Why to accept differences? Why? What we have to start with humility that none of us is perfect. We are all limited. We have strength, we have weaknesses. And when we get together differences, what happens? We get synergy. We cross-pollinate. We learn from people who are different. Zen Buddhism says, if two people agree on everything, one of them is not necessary. Talk to yourself. But when you have a complementary team, complementary nation, different, we cross-pollinate, we learn from differences, we create synergy. You learn from people who are not like you. The moment you have sameness, what you have is called a desert. Look at the desert. Sameness, only sand. Go to a jungle. Wow, it is the jungle. But that's why it's growing. A jungle is alive. A desert is dead. Sameness is death. Life is diversity. But diversity creates conflict. And we don't like conflict. Because when they are different, then we feel threatened. That maybe we are not accepted. Maybe they will not accept us. We don't accept them because they are different. There is fear from difference. Somebody who is different, you don't know what they are you can control whether they will maybe threaten you. We don't like difference. We need difference for growth. We need difference to create synergy. Two and three is six, is not five. 
because the interaction creates something new. And then you learn. But it's threatening. So what do we do? That's what the problem is. How to make diversity constructive and not destructive? How to f remove the fear of differences? And my insight after 50 years working on this subject, exploring and trying to find the answer and practicing different approaches is that diversity that is not built on mutual, pay attention to the word mutual, I'm emphasizing the word mutual, mutual respect does not work. Why do I emphasize the word? What first of all, what is respect? Emmanuel Kant, the philosopher, says respect is when you recognize the right, undeniable right, of the other party to be different. You don't have to be like me. You don't. It's okay. You want to be this way? Fine, be this way. You want to think differently? Think differently. You want to behave differently? Behave differently. You do not have to be like me. You, I don't want to colonialize you that you have to be like me. I don't want to monopolize you that you have to be like me. I'm talking now about not nation. I'm talking about marriage. Because it starts in the family. Do we accept differences in our marriage? Do we accept the fact that the children are different? It starts there. And from there, we can look at the country. And then we look at the world. Too many start with trying to change the world without changing the family. It has to start in the family. That's why I have a book, by the way, The Power of Opposites, how to make the opposites powerful and not threatening. I have a book. It starts with the family. It starts with our relationships. You and your husband, you and your wife. That's where it starts, guys. It starts there. First, we start with yourself. Then the family. Then the company. Can we accept each other's differences in the company? Then in the country. Then we'll talk about the world. Because you're not going to change the world unless you change yourself. And why would you do that? Why would you not just accept differences, but cherish differences, respect differences, welcome differences? Because you learn from differences. When you say to your spouse, what do you think? I want your opinion because I'm not so sure myself. I want to learn from you together. Maybe you see things I don't see. And you see from me what you don't see. That's why it has to be mutual. 
the emphasis is on the word mutual. Thank you. Can I ask you one more question? Since I'm familiar with your viewpoints and your books, I would be very interested to hear your opinion about such a point that money, rather than human lives, is the most important thing in our society today. And so, you say that any person needs to start with himself. This is undoubtedly true. But now, the very structure of society is implemented in such a way that a person is not as important as their capital or money. So what do you think a society with a human being at its center might look like? Look, this is a very good question, Elliot. I was just talking to some people here about it. Look, if you want to understand how a company behaves, if you want to see how a country behaves, I look at it like I look at a boat, a ship. I can tell the way the ship is going to go, left or right, depending on which engine is stronger. If the right engine is very strong, stronger than the left engine, I know the boat is going to go to the left. So if I want to change the direction that the boat is going to take, I have to change the relative strength of the engines. I have to increase the left engine and decrease the right engine. Today, for historical reasons, the business society, the business environment, the business establishment is extremely strong. And the social environment, those that are loving and we change the world and we want to change the world, are weak. Let me explain to you what I mean by strong and weak. The business environment has been developing for hundreds of years. Capital markets, banking, money, strategic alliances, marketing strategies, money spent on analyzing how to convince consumers and how to make you buy something which is not good for your health, but you will buy it. They know to manipulate your mind so you know you, to, you will buy it. Marketing theory, consumer behavior, applied psychology, they have schools to train people how to do it called business schools. They have technology called IT, artificial intelligence, extremely powerful. And they work together. The business environment is integrated. You have supply and you have manufacturing and the sales and the all kinds of contracts and agreements. 
extremely powerful together. Those that believe in the human life are scattered. Thousands of non-for-profit organizations, philanthropic organizations, everybody working for himself for a certain goal. They take care of abused children. They take care of abused women. They take care of cancer. This takes care of I don't know what. Thousands, millions of philanthropic organizations working alone by themselves. We will never win. No chance. No chance. Listen to me. I'm, I'm claiming that all these organizations, including Creative Society, you put the hand in the water, you believe you made a hole. Take the hand out, nothing happened. It will not work. The first goal that needs to happen, and I don't know who is going to do it, is to get all these well-meaning, social-oriented, full with heart organizations to get together and say, what can we do together to change the world? None of you alone will change the world. It's Band-Aid, you believe, you believe you're making a change. Yeah. In Santa Barbara, where I live, there are 900 philanthropic organizations. They don't talk to each other. If we took around the world, all philanthropic organizations, well-meaning organizations, you know how many people belong to them? Probably a billion people. You know how much money there is? More than a billion, billions of dollars, not together. If we did put it together and have a common strategy, how we are going to change that business world. We can do it. We can do it. Because let me tell you something. I work with the business world. I work with CEOs of companies all over the world. They're not bad people. They really are concerned about what's going on as much as you and me. They're concerned that their children very soon will not be able to play in the street, out there in the field, in the park, because the sun will destroy them and give them cancer. We are not protected anymore. That they will not know flowers anymore. They will not know animals anymore. They're going to be sitting at home playing computer games all day. They cannot go outside because of crime because they're going to get cancer from the sun. They will not be able to breathe. They are concerned. Each one of my clients, CEOs are concerned. So how come the dynamics of the system makes them do it? They don't have a choice. If you are the CEO, if you don't produce the profits that the stock market predicts you should pro produce, your owners are going to sell the stock 
your stock is going to go down and you will be fired. They don't have a choice. The system took over and we are all victims of the systems. We are not the villains, we are the victims. What we need to do is change the system. But in order to change the system, we have to be politically powerful. You're not going to change the system unless you're politically powerful because politicians watch on the votes. How many votes do I get? We need to get these billion people together to say, we will all vote for those politicians that believe in what we believe and they will change the system. If we don't change the system, it's not going to work. But in order to change the system, we need to get the politician on our side. In order to get the politician on our side, we have to get the voting. In order to get the voting, we have to get together. It's a political fight. And people don't understand. You know, they're taking care of abused women and abused children and abused this and that. Nice, but you know what? It's not going to change the world. It's going to get worse and worse and worse and worse. Not because the businessmen are bad people. Because they work in a system, if it's raining, they have to have an umbrella. There is no choice. They don't have a choice. They are as much victims of the system as we are. And the politicians cannot change either. Because they are victims of their, their prisoners of the lobbying. And the lobbying is, a, is serving the business people. And the business people have to do it, otherwise they will be fired. <laughs> they need to produce profits. We are all becoming... The, the system is pulling us. People don't understand that. When I try to change companies, I tell the people, Look at my hand. When you say you are a bad boy, you are not doing what you should be doing. One finger is pointing at you. One finger is pointing at God. God did it. Poor guy was uncontrollable. Something happened, you know. <laughs> he just, what can he do? And three fingers are pointing at whom? At you. We don't have the right system, we don't have the reward system, we don't have the right information, we don't... We, the system is not working. We need to send the system. Democracy is not working anymore. You think that we have democracy in America? Don't kid yourself. The business world through the through the lobbying, are doing everything. We are just playing games. The world is becoming too complicated for democracy to work. Dictatorship does not work either. We need a new system. By the way, I wrote this book already 40 years ago called Self-Management, New Dimensions to Democracy. We need to redesign the system. I wrote this book with the daughter of Thomas Mann, Elizabeth Mann, 40 years ago, available from Adidas bookstore.
I wrote another book called Industrial Democracy. We need to democratize companies. We need to democratize everything from the bottom up. You cannot have democracy at the top and dictatorship in the companies. It does not work. Dr. Adizes, you describe the steps we need to take to make this society possible. Dr. Adizes, we are not an organization. That's the most important thing. We are not an organization. We don't have upper management. We don't have someone to tell us what to do. We have one common goal of unified people who looking around and realize that if we, as adults, do nothing, our world will simply collapse. We will have nothing to leave to our children. And that is what distinguishes us. We do pursue neither politics nor religion. We just want to change our world for the better. And we simply do it. Dr. Adizis, it is a great joy that you say the same things we are saying. You are the person that billions of people listen to. We would like you to talk about all of this in front of a wider audience that it is possible. You know why this is beautiful, Irene? Because I've been talking about this for many years and nobody is listening because everybody has his own thing. This guy wants to take care of the chimpanzees, you know, Jen Goodell. This one to take care of cancer. This wants to take... You are the first organization says we don't have any specific one. We're looking at the totality, right? Yeah. So look, you're then, then you have a job. Not to talk, but to do. And let me tell you what to do. To organize a forum where all these organizations will get together and say, how can we get organized together to change the world? Not separately, together. And creating society by not having a specific one item, cancer or women or, or children, but it is generic theory, generic philosophy. Yeah. Maybe you are the right vehicle to bring together as many organizations that have the same goal of changing the world for the better to start talking. How can we do it together? Because if we don't do it together, it's not going to work ever. Listen to me. Because the engine here is too strong and they are together with the politicians. The business world and the politicians are together. We are just uh, good intentions. It's not going to work. We need to take over the political world away from the business world. If you want to change it away from profit to human life, you're not going to change this boat around unless you change the power structure of society. Yes, Doctor, what uh, you mentioned now when you were talking about how to build a, another kind of society, you literally named all three stages of, build, of building the creative society, informational, creating of electoral platform and political, there we make this change. And right now we are the platform which can unite all organizations and all people in the world. And the next forum will take place on the 7th of May. We call for the whole world, for all specialists, organizations, individuals to join this forum so far in the world. 
there was no a similar project as Creative Society. It never existed. We are talking about the whole world to unite and do what we need to do. Look, uh, look, let me tell you what I would like to contribute. Intentions are great. They're legitimate, motivating, exciting. Bravo. And a lot of people have the energy and they want to do something. And there is a problem. But I am a structuralist. I believe if there is no structure to deliver intentions, it remains intentions. What we need is a structure now. You have a, we have a platform, people talk to each other, but now what? We need, in my judgment, a replacement of the United Nations. United Nations is a debate center where people just talk. We need a different United Nations. With the United Nations that has a plan how to make change actually happen. And have a plan. What is the first thing to do? What is the second thing to do? What is the third thing to do? Who is going to do it? By when? I mean management. We need management rather than just good intentions. So if we have the platform and people get on the platform of the Creative Society, let's talk about it. How do we build the right structure to start delivering change? And that, I think, is the next step. You have the goal is very clear. Human life above money. Bravo. Remove hatred of differences by religion, by, by whatever, whatever nationality, and we open borders. And by the way, I would like to give you a, a, a picture in front of your eyes. A friend of mine who is a movie maker wanted to make a movie for children. And the movie was about a little country with a king and he had a beautiful daughter. And that country was a very strange country because all people in that country had to wear a mask. So you never saw their face. And one had the mask of an accountant, another had the mask of a teacher, another one had the mask of a priest, another one had the picture. But everybody has a mask of something who he is. And then the daughter got sick. She was dying. And her father, who loved her very much, says, what would you like? What is your last wish? And she says, before I die, I would like all the people to remove their mask. And in this movie, the father, the king, gives an order, everybody remove the mask. And in the movie, as the people are removing the mask, you find out all the faces are the same. Behind the mask, we are the same. We are human, we are one. What we need to do, I understand we are one. Now, how do we make it work? We need a structure to deliver it. We need to get some kind of a secretariat who is going to really start managing 
the interaction and building a strategy and then activating the strategy to make the difference. Otherwise, listen to me carefully. Talking is not going to get us anywhere. Good intentions is not going to get us anywhere. We need a structure. We need a secretariat worldwide. We need chapters of creative society in every country driven, driven by the center with the same strategy and then a plan of action what we are going to do. And we have to start with a small thing to prove that we can have a muscle and develop the muscle as we go along. Look, I did a video with a, with a Daji, with a, with a guru from India. Two million people listen. How to manage with heart. We have so many. Everybody is talking about the same thing, guys. Yesterday I had dinner with some people here in Santa Barbara. They spent millions of dollars to make movies about changing the world. Moving to, to show, you know, that we need to inspire people to change. There is another one here called My Hero. Millions of dollars doing movies about heroes, how people are changing the world. Everybody is getting excited to change the world. But nothing is happening. Except that we go and we burn some tires and we, when we make demonstrations. That's not going to work. What we need is to get organized. Through this platform, we need to get people to say, okay, we have a chapter of Creative Society in America, chapter in Santa Barbara, chapter in New York, chapter in Kiev, chapter, and we all start working in unison to change what? Something. We have to decide what is the first thing to change. Little thing. First, a little thing to change worldwide. And then we'll go to the next bigger and bigger and bigger. But we need to have a structure that we all vote the same way in the same time across country lines. By the way, Soros tried to do that and he failed. Soros tried to do that. He spent millions and millions of dollars open society. He failed. Why? He was not strong enough. The politicians were stronger than him. They killed him. We need to go root from the root, from the bottom. To get the millions of people, then you cannot kill them. Creative society has to take all the millions of people and organize them. Then you know something? We win.